Hello, everyone. Welcome to a very, very, very late edition of Patch Notes number eight, 2019 edition. Holy. That's right, people. We're still alive. Yeah. It's an exciting year. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, I say that every year, and it never is. It, you know, we, we come closer to the end. I think we do. The prophecies are becoming true, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, uh, I am your host, Manny G. Tonight, we have Danny C. I know you always have Danny C. <laughs> you always have a bit of, a little bit of with D with the vitamin C. Oh, shit. All right. Well, it has been a late edition. We've been away for a while. But just to get the just to get the show on the road here, um, <clears throat> how was your New Year's, man? Uh, it was alright. It was alright. Uh, That's it. Who died? Uh, life. Uh, <laughs> always, um, yeah, nothing new. Nothing. I mean, ever since, yeah, just been waiting for Pokemon. That's it. The the, the Pokemon like, Adventure. Yeah, just smash, playing smash. You've been smashing and waiting on that Pokemon adventure, huh? <clears throat> Did you oh, get all 60 characters already? I've had the characters from, like, like after the third and, like, second day, I believe. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. Fuck. I can honestly say I'm one of the few people that actually got all the characters before they nerfed all the freaking unlocks. So... Uh. Yeah, yeah, you, you, I'm sure you enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> so you just, you just been smashing? You just been playing Smash? Uh, well, Smash and because uh, I saw your Twitter feed, you got like two more platinums. What was it? Uh, those are just Bloodborne uh, and what it was, else? It was Bloodborne and Shiza. What else was the other one? All. Oh, I believe it was Resident Evil 5, which oh, I yes. think I talked about. Resident Evil about. 5, yes, yes, yes. I was, I was working out for a while, but then I did Bloodborne, <clears throat> so that's freaking done. Um, mm-hmm. I still, no, continues. I still like Dark Souls better, to be honest. Oof. No, but uh, Bloodborne, was, no, Bloodborne was good. It's just uh, I preferred... Uh, um, I don't know. Bloodborne just seemed like more of like a simple, a uh, simplistic version of what Dark Souls is. Nah, bro. You don't get. We don't get no shields in Bloodborne. We get the jukes. Yeah, you guys get the jukes, but then again, I'm only just stuck doing the same. Like, uh, I, you can only upgrade five different stats, whereas in Bloodborne, I can upgrade uh, Dark Souls. I can upgrade like sixteen different things, from like the dick link to fucking stamina and all that shit. So. Yeah, fuck that. Um, <clears throat> um, I was actually surprised though I didn't have to do a new game plus to plan on it. That was very uh, interesting. Uh, fuck the chalices. I think the chalices were complete fucking whatever. But and I'm still surprised at people playing this game to this day. Like I feel bad for them. Like, I should... <laughs> like Jesus um, I mean, I didn't get. I made one took care of that problem really easily, but yeah, there's quite a bit of people that still play Bloodborne religiously. I, I, I believe that. I mean, 
aside from the speedrunning community, um, yeah, there are devout people who still play it, either either here in the states or in Japan. Yeah, and then now at this beginning of the year, I have my challenge for myself, which is to uh, to platinum uh, for the rest of the year, just whatever uh, game comes out of uh, out of plus. So uh, between um, I had. Uh, to choose between what was it, uh, Portal Knights and fucking uh, and Steep, and uh, Portal Knights. Portal Knights. Portal Knights is a very terrible optimized game. Very terrible. Very boring. Are you talking? Are you? Do you don't? Do you mean Hollow Knights? No, Portal Knights. It's what, the, what is Portal Knights? It's if I can do it in the most simplest terms, imagine Minecraft and a really basic RPG had a baby, and that's pretty much it. Mm. But it's very fucking boring. Uh, it's not really in depth as far as RPG goes. Uh, your classes are just your typical mage, archer, or just a barbarian. Um, this leveling up, if you call that even that, just means that you can choose to put a skill in a skill tree. But if you're a mage, you're obviously going to put it towards magic. If you're a barbarian, obviously health and strength and dexterity for the other one. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just like the Minecraft aesthetic. So you can hit shit and it turns into a block and then you can put the block wherever the hell you want. But um, very, very boring. And it's super unoptimized for the PlayStation, which I'm really surprised for a game that came out in 2016. Oof. Uh, it still freezes. Like, it freezes during combat, and that's, like, there's not even a lot of enemies on screen. It could be just one-on-one, and it freezes. So I was getting very upset and bored with the game, and Lauren just told me, you know what, why don't you play Steep? If you're, I mean, if you have to do one game, you're not having fun with this one, try Steep. Yeah, it might be more hours that you have to put into a game, but you'll have more fun. Steep, the so, snowboarding game. Yeah. You're out of your fucking mind. So I played that. I play, started playing that like maybe an hour ago. Uh, no, not an hour. A day ago. Um, and yeah, it was. It's pretty fun. Like I'm actually surprised that Steep is. I mean, maybe it might have been different at launch, but from right now, it's it's a pretty fun game. I don't well, know. It, it is partnered with the Olympics, so. I mean, well, yeah, I, I saw like a bazillion ads for like buying like the Olympics DLC and blah, 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 blah. But um, it's actually really, really like a really decent, like detailed and like very fun game. It reminds me of a lot of like playing like a, like a sandbox um, Tony Hawk in a way. So I'm I'm having pretty fun with it. I think I'm probably just going to stick with that. But uh yeah, if anybody wants to play Portal Knights, that's a fucking boring game. So they, they're, it's pretty much like they're just trying to blend like Minecraft and RPG together. But there's already a good game that does that already on its own, and that's Terraria. Hmm. But it does it very terribly bad. But um, yeah, that's what I've been doing. So yeah, I gotta play Steep now. Oh boy. Well, it's a fun time. I, I wish you the best of luck and. I'm sure you will be a you will be a total Chad when you come out of that platinum hole with that game. Um, it was steep. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. I wouldn't doubt it one minute. Total Chad. But uh, I guess uh, what I've been playing is um, I've been playing uh, 
I'm I'm still playing Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I'm already gonna be a Prestige Seven, dude. Did you spend a dollar on the dot yet, I or no? I, I refuse to spend a dollar on the dot. Oh my god, that's the most stupidest microtransaction I think I've ever heard since horse armor. Oh, like that's god. but like yeah. I don't like it takes a lot to actually generally defeat horse armor from Oblivion, and they they beat it like out of the like fuck. I never thought in a million years I would have to pay for a fucking red dot reticle. Like, that's hilarious. So are you not, like, able to unlock your own, like, laser sight reticle? No, in the game? no, 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 no. That's just, that's just them. Nick, that's just Activision nickel and diamond with, with whatever idea they have. Or a Treyarch, anyways. But there are already, there's already, like, five different variants of laser sights. And even, like, all each laser has five different colors that you can put on it. So this whole idea about the whole red dot, yeah, it's very stupid. But no, there there are red dot side or there are reticles, there are reflex scopes and reticles and stuff like that. There there are different variations of that. Yes, there are. This whole red dot fiasco thing, I think, is very stupid. I don't know why they would sell something like a dollar for something as. <sighs> Something that's so basic supposed to be in the game, I don't know. But hey, you know what? Yeah, I mean, this is coming from from someone that you know that's played a little bit of Black Up or like a little bit of Call of Duty. But I remember they used to have like some crazy ass reticles, like fucking like uh, like tri like they. I remember there was one time they had like a Triforce and a nuke symbol and blah 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 blah. Yeah. So when people were talking that they were selling uh, a reticle, I was thinking, okay, maybe it's gonna be like a cool design. Or like one of those wacky fucking rainbow colors that they like mm-hmm. to add into their guns and crap. But when I found it, it was just a red dot, like a very simple, simplistic red dot. Like it wasn't even a design to it. Yep. I was like, wow, that's a uh, that's very Activision of you. That's yeah. Very Activision. Yeah. I, so, uh, I th- a lot of people right now are falling off the uh, the 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 Treyarch bandwagon because of this stuff and. A lot of people have questions, and a lot of people are wondering at this point what's going on, what's going to be about. Um, yeah, because this just opens the door to more um, malicious, uh, malicious type of um, of uh, upcharging for stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. I'll soon have to pay for a fucking a gun animation or some those stupid are, shit like that. Those are the questions. Like, how long until I'm going to have to be paying for the most basic mechanic or requirement in a mechanic to have in a game that's always been in a game. You know, yeah. what the hell? Exactly. I, like, I, 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 I couldn't believe it that I saw that it was a reticle. Like, yeah, because we've had reticles in, since Modern Warfare 1, or even, I would even say, yeah, since Modern Warfare 1, we've been able to change the reticles. Or maybe not, I think maybe Modern Warfare 2 was probably the first one. But, yeah, that's ridiculous that, I mean, pretty soon you're going to have to pay for a fucking scope. I'm scared for the for this reason. I am very terrified because I'm telling you, right, I, I've been predicting this, and I told you this like two or 
one or two podcasts back, I told you that we're going to go through another video game crash if, if these practices continue to happen. There's going to be another video game crash. And, you, and you're going to – and you got nobody to blame but uh, EA and Activision. Man, because well, – I mean, but yeah, these these things are are, are starting to show, and, and they're starting to be a crash. I think more along the lines of I think AAA is gonna hurt dramatically, but I feel like indie will definitely take over and become the new AAA for the time being. Well, obviously, we're yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're gonna go back to the old days. We're we're literally gonna the, these invest this these publishing companies are gonna go back to the olden days and like set us back a bunch of. Like set us back years of progress. And what in progress? I feel like in, I feel in, like Indians push push a little bit more often than we get AAA to push anymore. Yes, you're right. That's that's the thing. That's why indie games are still like so so good to see, so good to have because indie games are still trying something new compared to your AAA games and publishers and developers playing it safe year after year after year. So at this point, there's gonna be because look, look, look at this shit. We'll, we'll get to it. I mean, I'm, I don't want to sidetrack too much because I know we're just on the topic of what we're playing. But this shit has gone so bad that investors are no longer satisfied, no matter how good a game sells anymore, either by oh, yeah, EA well, people I mean, or Activision. Like. I mean, look at how disappointed they were with Tomb Raider's original, uh, the reboot sells. I mean, I thought that was pretty good for a reboot of a franchise, but apparently, what was, that, what was it, like $2 million or something like that? Or, yeah, close to $3. Yeah, close to $3 million wasn't apparently good enough to for Square's uh, investors. But, I mean, the way I see it is for a reboot, especially for people that never grew up with Tomb Raider in their lives, I thought that was actually astounding amount of numbers. Even something as like Hitman, in itself too. The original um, retelling of Hitman um, sold that much, and they're still disappointed with Hitman's numbers. And I'm pretty sure they're still disappointed with Hitman 2's numbers as well. Right. That's why Square Enix, like IO Interactive, I don't know if they got it back or sold it back to them. Like Square Enix sold it back to them, so they got their IP back. The IO Interactive, they got their IP back, but now. They're just a publisher. They're not going to say, fuck this. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, we're no longer touching this game because blah, blah, blah. They're just not going to keep the IP because financially-wise, it's it's more expensive for them to keep the IP that's not going to sell them as much as they wish. So they're just going to let the, the, the developers have it. And if they want to baby, they want to piggyback on a publisher, that's where Square Enix is going to be at. Yeah. Square Enix originally bought the IP. But they were planning to already sell it after like three to five years. True. true. Okay. No, 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 no. Give it back to us. Just give it back to us. And I think they bought their own IP back. So, and they said, oh. okay, fine. But you know, that shit happens. Yeah. I mean, aside from that, uh, you know, called Black Ops Four sold five hundred million plus in the first twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Investors were still not happy, and you know, I don't know if you found out or if 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 you uh, if you already knew why this was the first Call of Duty in a long, I think ever or in a long time. I think it's probably the first to ever come out in October. Is because yeah. they, were, they were trying to beat 
Red Dead sales. Yeah, they were trying to beat Red Dead because they were afraid of Red Dead. Well, they were afraid of, um, they were afraid of Red Dead. They were afraid of Pokemon, and especially they were afraid of Smash. Yeah, but Smash was in December. This is in October, though. Just in the month of October. I don't know, were... but the thing is, is that they were trying to push it early because if they tried to keep it in November. Around that time, that's when people normally buy gifts. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, like Black Friday yeah, because yeah, yeah, especially Black Friday too, and all that stuff. People are gonna go for. The newest ones, and we already knew Nintendo dominated the entire holiday season. There was not a game that could compete with that besides Red Dead. But, um, yeah, I definitely knew that they definitely pushed it so that way they could beat Red Dead for sure. There was actually – there there was actually – but primarily people, people said – I don't know if somebody leaked this either in Activision or in Rockstar. This was like news already. But there were insider people behind the scenes that basically said – um, but the Black Ops Four came out in October because they were trying to beat Red Dead's numbers. It was literally yeah. a competition of whose dick is bigger for them. Oh yeah, Apparently, it was just- at that point. If you're if you're that nervous about it, then they already knew they were gonna get their ass beat by Red Dead, regardless. Yeah, but that's why they rushed it out the door by a month. That's yeah. why it was rushed out the door by a month. So from its usual November releases. Yeah, uh, that's why I got rushed out. So that's kind of like, even then, like, you were going to get hurt no matter what. Oh, yeah, you were going to get hurt regardless. I mean, even if we take on Smash, you still have to deal with Pokemon and Red Dead. So, yeah, later and then December, yeah. Yeah, you were definitely going to get hurt. So, no, yeah, I agree with that. Um, I mean, regardless of what I've heard, I still hear that it's a really great game. And that it's done really well to rejuvenize the franchise, but uh, yeah, it seems like one of those things where they take two steps forward and they take five steps back, yeah, and completely screw themselves over. But um, I mean, just like the topic we're going to talk about, it might not even just be in their controls. It could just be a uh, big uh, Activision, you know, calling the calls. Yep, the and, and day, I- Daddy pays the bills. What are you going to do? Yeah, and and there's been a lot of talk amongst that. And I, I've always known that ever since they made that deal. Oh yeah, so, we've all known that. We've just everybody in the gaming community has said that that's literally tanking with the devil. We've all said this since Bungie signed up with Destiny all those years ago. We've called it out, and we knew how this was going to end. And now, what? Like six years later, look at us now. We already knew all this was going to happen. So just to so just for us to just get right in the topic. So as of today, January tenth, Bungie announced that they were divorcing. I, we call it a divorce, and I'll tell you why right now. No, we'll call it a divorce. Yeah, uh, it's they divorced themselves from Activision, and I was shocked to find out because I because I thought that they really fucked themselves. But I don't know how they got to keep it. But aside from Bungie and Activision yeah. break early from their contract, because it's only been eight years compared mm-hmm. to the ten they were given. Compared to the ten, yes, correct. Um, they also got to keep their own IP. I was. Yeah, um, I mean, from my perspective of all this um first i when i originally read the story i was just like no there's no way activision gave them the rights to uh 
to to Destiny, regardless of whether or not Destiny's a um, a bad publicity or a good publicity, whatever you want to view Destiny One and Two as. I mean, the game still sold like hotcakes, regardless of whether you like the game or not. I personally already have said that I really didn't like Destiny One, and I especially don't like Destiny Two. But um, I got him. I mean, I can't deny that the game has sold millions and millions of fucking copies and continues to make shit tons of money but um i think i think from my perspective i think activision has just seen that this franchise is dead in the water and that's i think that they've seen that the damage has been done that even if bungie is to make all these promises about trying to fix Destiny and Destiny 3 is apparently supposed to be godlike and tier like and stuff like that. And it's supposed to go back to Halo 2 roots and stuff like that. I feel like most people have just the name alone is a sour experience that no one's going to buy. And I think Activision just like, you know, it's not even worth it anymore. I believe uh, there's a lot to that to like. Oh, like kind of just go through but for starters they made this deal like in 2013 I think or 2012 right That's, mm-hmm. was it 2011 or 10, somewhere around those somewhere, somewhere around there yeah I think it was somewhere or 20 probably as early as 2010 they made their deal Activision's gonna foot the bill no matter what the hell Bungie did they did uh, you had your brains of Bungie, your faces, but you had your Joe Stadden and Marty O'Donnell still on board. Okay, your principal people that literally went out on stage and presented this game to you, the same people that you really knew were top tier devs in the industry because of the Halo series. Composers as well. Yep, and and eventually after this deal happened, it's just like Activision just like stronghold everything. Like we all, like I saw this coming a mile away, and people, these guys did not like this shit, so they just left and bounced. And literally, Bungie was like in a cesspit of like, oh fuck, what now? And they scrapped everything that was already done. They mm-hmm. scrapped everything. Yep. Imagine how much more deeper the game must have been before they scrapped it. Because I'm I sure there was. There's footage of it on YouTube that people have surfaced. If you ever get the chance to look up YouTube videos that people are going depth of the development of Destiny, there are some unreleased footage and uh, some uh, some gameplay mechanics that were shown off. That yeah, Destiny too. Like an example, um, um, remember when you spawned in the map, you were supposed to be able to spawn with your uh, with your um, your ship showing up and dropping you off. That was a, well, was a sort of asset that was left off and behind. And of course, the story as well with the Traveler apparently is supposed to be an evil conjurer instead of it just becoming this good being, whatever the fuck it is now. Right. It, it blows my mind to see just how much I'm sure, compared to what it is now, I'm sure it was a lot more fleshed out, like more wise anyways you know definitely and and to me it's like at this point to see Bungie come out of Activision clean willy-nilly is a shock to me it really is because one they didn't even go through their 10-year contract they pulled yeah. out at eight I don't and and they get to keep their IP 
like they own the the, the rights to their IP. I can. I'm sure Activision would have been like, yeah, fuck it, we don't care. It's selling like yeah. it's the worst thing ever. Get it out of here. Yeah, but if we're not making money on it. Right, if it was like a Call of Duty, they'd be like, nah, bruh. Nah, yeah, we're, exactly. we're fighting you tooth and nail. But I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised Activision let it go. Yeah, that definitely seems to be what everybody is. And according to what developers are doing, or what the, the gaming industry is actually uh, congratulating Bungie on being able to keep their IP. But, um, but I mean, still, I mean, a lot of people are just looking at it with, like, are just looking at it on the surface. We're still talking about a game that millions of people have bought into and it just underdelivered big time and not only just one but two and has been in many controversies as far as microtransactions and as far as uh nuking um uh um your daily rewards of finishing up your XP and has been under many controversies. Like one of the biggest other ones that happened in Destiny Two was like 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 sneakily like sneaky sneaky like uh, making the XP earning more yeah, than XP more, more than it is, yeah. Um, just the weeks, yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, yeah, we can look at it from the surface and be like, okay, cool. Like they can still make another Destiny game and probably give it the give it the love that they wanted to. But at the end of the day, you're still talking about a franchise that they would have to literally go back on everything they've done in Destiny just to make the game that they wanted and I don't even know if they can salvage Destiny to be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised I mean, well aside from Destiny, apparently Bungie got funded by this other company called Netties for hundred million to work on a brand new IP. So it's not just Destiny for Bungie right now. After this is no, no, I get that. I get that. Um my whole thing is just, you know, I would have to just this just comes down to another thing. I wouldn't pre-order another Bungie game. I would have to see what other people think and look at reviews and videos of it myself before I commit to another Bungie game just because, yeah, I've been told the same stories over and over. And, I mean, remember, this isn't old Bungie anymore. This is new Bungie, like you said. The people that were Bungie are gone. They're not there anymore. So... Um, regardless of whether or not people are, I, that's why I see on Twitter, people are rejoicing like, Oh, Bungie's back. Bungie's back. And I was like, no, Bungie's dead. The original Bungie that you fell in love with, with Halo one and two is gone. Oh yeah. This is new Bungie. Now, whether or not new Bungie can earn your trust is up to you to decide what these new IPs and what they do with destiny. Um, I mean, so far, at least community-wise, it seems like they're um, at least listening to the fan base. Um, it's just because I, I, I have a person, um, I have a person that uh, speedruns Destiny on Twitter. Um, apparently, I'm not sure if you're up to date with whatever's going on in Destiny. Apparently, there was uh, um, an event where they had to solve the community had to solve a puzzle in order to yeah so Destiny Bungie was just like okay we unlocked it there you go it's done like yeah it seems like it's more feedback I feel like Activision would have just been like nah nah whatever fuck it but uh, you know Bungie's listening to the fan base and they unlocked it for everyone to you know to get that uh, because you know when they had their their last investors call Activision was like 
yeah, it's doing really poorly for us. Uh, we're gonna yeah. we're 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 gonna try to work around adding more microtransactions to the game. But Bungie yeah, said that they're actually very happy as to how well uh, Destiny has been doing for for the investors' call. So obviously, there was already been a lot of bad blood between Activision and Bungie, and they yeah, said, yeah. "Fuck it." We've known that since day one from Destiny One's development back then. And then um, I'm not even sure if you saw, but stocks for Bungie and Act I believe no Activision and Blizzard have dropped dramatically since Destiny was dropped. Oh yeah, um, and 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 rumor has it, aside from this divorce between Bungie and Activision, uh, there are speculations that Blizzard might do the same thing next. Well, Blizzard, I mean, the, the I, I can't blame them. I mean, you yeah, have the fiasco. This fiasco, oof. oh, if they want to sell their reputation, Blizzard's better off being their own entity too. I mean, what are you talking about? You don't have a phone? You guys don't yeah. have phones? Yeah. But um, no. In all seriousness, um, this no, this is this is definitely Bungie player, or this is definitely Activision influence because I know what they're trying to do to the people at Blizzard, and they're trying to influence their biggest, like simplest IP to push on a mobile platform because mobile they can milk the game microtransaction to death, and because of and 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 it's it's only more viable for them to do this uh, money-wise because in the mobile space, microtransaction is not, is not looked, it's not frowned upon because that's what drives a mobile industry, really, in the, when it comes to video games term, you know? So you can have microtransactions. I mean, if it's free and it has microtransactions, understandable. But there I will mean, be until, a problem. Like, until that whole uh, gambling uh, bill gets passed. And then, yeah, then everybody's going to have to figure out what the fuck they're going to that, do. That's the smartest thing that Activision did already. I've been like, yeah, like, it's no more longer loot boxes, bro. Like, the way the game works is so you unlock – it's not longer loot boxes. They're called tiers, right? So it's a long chart of numbers oh, from 1 to 100. Fucking Activision always thinking three steps ahead. Fucking – you know what? They're they're thinking. As much as I despise them, as much as I despise them as a company, you gotta admit, like they're fucking on top of, like if they need to make changes, like to find loopholes. Yeah, they're gonna find a way asap. Yes, yes, they will make sure if if there's if they're if their money maker on in the behind the scenes is is in jeopardy. Yeah, they're gonna find a different way, no matter what, to make that money come. Well, that's an ingenuity. I mean, I wish they were using that for video games, but I mean, hey. I think that's going to be the new push is what Activision is doing. I mean, granted, this is a better system in my in my opinion because one, it's not it's not a loot box, it's not a gamble. You and two, you know what's what you get in every yeah. step. You you know what you're going to get from one to one hundred. You know what you're going to get. Yeah, now, so pretty you know, much. It's, it's, it's not a matter of opening your wallets now. It's a matter of either. A, you can open your wallets, or two, you actually have to dedicate into playing the game to get to that one to one hundred tier that you want, where they might have that weapon or the skin or the costume, etc. Right. Yeah. So pretty much they adopted the Fortnite. Um, yes, the exact same thing. They adopted yeah. the exact same thing from Fortnite. Yes, correct. So well, it's it, 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 if if this bill passes. Which I'm sure it will eventually. 
And and by, by the way, EA is still fighting this fucking bill. Oh yeah, definitely. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's Nobody really else is fighting this bill except for EA, which is crazy. It's it's beyond dumb. It's beyond but, dumb. Uh, hey, that's their that's their that's their bread and money. That's their money maker. Yeah, considering they've already lost millions on top of the really horrendous sales of Battlefield Five. Yeah, well, I mean, what can you do? What can you do? Yeah, um, but, yeah, I'm bun- going back to the topic at hand with Bungie and Activision. Mm-hmm. I, I rejoice, Bungie. I, I guess they were not entirely ignoring us or ignoring the people who still play Destiny. I think they themselves uh, got pushed to the edge at this point. They were at the breaking point and you know, when this when this happened and it went through and it got all said and done, I mean, the employees at Bungie rejoiced. So they were happy, too. So. Oh, yeah. They're there. And I've seen their tweets. I've seen some of their uh, tweets. They're ecstatic. And, and, and now they are the first uh, independent slash former AAA company that's more than a thousand employees. Yeah. Well, I don't know how. It's scary to think that because once it got out of uh, Microsoft's pocket, they were a bit struggling. They were struggling a bit. Yeah. They were struggling a bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, and eventually they made this deal with the devil and look how far it went. And thank goodness for them to like pull out of a contract early and still keep your IP. That is miraculous. It is the most rejoiceful, miraculous thing I've ever seen in the industry, especially coming out of Activision. That's that's a hard that's a hard pill to swallow. You know, you don't come out unscathed like from Activision that easy compared to like that debacle that happened for so long in 09 or 2010 with Vincent Pella and Frank West from Infinity Ward with the whole Modern Warfare 2 debacle. You don't come out that easy. And, you know, they made they made a they made Titanfall and they sold that IP to EA. But, you know, that's them. You sound a little far. No, you, you still sound far. We're losing him, people. Oh, fuck, we're losing him. Uh, this is good or not good? No, you were fine bef- like a minute before. How about now? No, no. Yeah, yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that old uh, that old NES fucking take it out and blow on it. But, um... <laughs> No, yeah, it's just, um, you know, it's a cool day. It's definitely a good day, and I can tell that the gaming industry is rejoicing. But, um, I mean, Bungie still got a lot to prove. I mean, we can't just give them a pat on the back and forget about the past eight years, you know? No, we um, cannot. Because, um, like I've been telling people all the time, yeah, Bungie is free, but this is not uh, this is not the Bungie that made my Halo 1 and 2. 
So I don't know what we're all excited about. Like, yeah, it's always a good thing to to rejoice that a company got to escape literally one of the devils of the gaming industry. But um, what is that going to do for me? Like, what are you going to in return? What do you got for me? Um, and so far, um, I have two Destiny games just collecting dust. That's what I got so far. I mean, if they and can, a collector's, I mean, and a collector's edition too, and and it's still being sold to this day for like sixty or fifty bucks online, which is hilarious. Which one, Destiny one or two? Both. No, no one. Two, two with with the duffel bag. Nah, I'm talking about one. I still remember. I could have made a grand off of that. I could have made a fucking grand off of that game. One of the biggest regrets in my life. To be honest, and I'm really- one of my biggest regrets is rebuying it when I got when I could when I got my money back. Yeah, that's, that's, that was you. No, that's you. I mean, I got my free copies, but if you want to spend your money, go for it, my dude. More Man, power. Ever more power. That's probably the yeah. I've ever done on the PlayStation. But yeah, I yeah. mean, it's uh, it's crazy. I'm, 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 I mean, yeah. I, hope, I hope for the best, but yeah. Oh, yeah, I can hope for the best too, but at the end of the day, uh, you know, you gotta earn my business just like every other game company. I think they can lay low after this whole thing is settled and done and everything is transitioned. I don't want them to lay low. I want them to be you know what now they don't have contracts on them. I think honestly the best thing for them to do is just to be upfront with everybody. Well, yeah. You know aside, aside from that, sure that they can pull an Indiegogo or a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter and yeah definitely i agree 100 percent. but i think there's some things that need to be there's some questions that need to be answered on a lot of things and maybe there are some legal things that they can't say which i'm not all i'm not for them breaking their laws or whatever uh agreements they have um behind closed doors because there's gonna be some sort of agreements down the road that they can't there's plenty I believe that in their best interests, whether they take this to a Reddit page, whether they take this to a Twitch stream, there needs to be some sort of communication as far as what are we going to go from here as far as Bungie's concerned. Um, what does this mean for future IPs, like you said, of, of uh, Bungie games? What does this mean for the community of, Bunge- of Destiny 2? Uh, what is this going to mean for the future of Destiny in general? And yeah, there's some questions that need to be answered. And I think them just being quiet is going to be something along the lines of what Bethesda is doing. And I think that's pretty cowardly. I think they really just need to come up and just talk. They really do need to talk because there's some people out there like, yeah, they have their hardcore fans, but some of their even hardcore fans want to know what the fuck happened. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure. But that's just like, I mean, either way is a smart idea. Obviously playing quiet will definitely be uh you know, to appease the agreements of what you got between Activision, but I feel like they need to be upfront and talk to their and talk to people. I'm sure I'm sure we'll get a lot more people whoever I'm sure whoever leaves Bungie next eventually oh, yeah. without, it's without doors, yeah. Without yeah. them being able for disclosing stuff that they shouldn't be after their out of the building, you know, because technically they they have a clause where like they have an NDA of what happens. You can't say yeah. anything as long as you work for them. But once you're out the door, 
that you can kind of open your mouth a little bit more and, and, and you know, anonymously mm-hmm. or publicly disclose what's what's happening right now. Cause they, they've been doing that since a lot of people, since a few people left and a few people anonymously reported the situations, you know, to... Yeah, but the thing is, you got to be careful because, I mean, remember that Activision, as much as it is, is a very powerful company and... If you can get blacklisted from Activision, I mean, there goes one of the major publishers that could publish your game. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, there's a little bit of bullying going on between those two. But, uh, no, yeah, I agree 100%. But um, I don't believe them being quiet is in their best interest. I believe I give it a week, and then we need to start having some conversations. Because I think the Destiny 2 community is more worried about how this, what's going to happen now than anything. Um, I think that 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 Bungie will be fine. Um, they can just start up a Kickstarter and they can tell the people what you want from Destiny from this point on. Uh, and if you fund it, we'll make it happen for you. That's simple. It's that simple. And and they can go back to the chopping block with a lot of things, or they can start a lot of new things from scratch. And take the sweet time with all that funding that they have from either their pocket, like from what they accumulated while being under the Activision, and or from the people who funded this next adventure for Destiny. And I think also um, they can go back to where they don't have to spend so much at once, which is obviously they can just stick around as PC only. You know, and and really crack down on what Destiny will be before they start distributing and hitting store shelves for the masses to uh, play with. I think that would be the smartest thing for them to do since they have lost a lot of what Activision was doing for uh, Bungie and Destiny, which was to make sure it sells. You know, they had their management, their PR, distribution, marketing, etc. So they can't, they, Bungie by themselves can't burn that all at once and pushing just one thing out of the gate. So they definitely had to play it uh, very much by ear and be patient uh, and, you know, not rush things and and let the community uh, speak for what Destiny should be from this point forward now that they're out uh, of, of their publishing deal and now they're on their own again. But this time they have they have a baby. You know, they they have a messy baby, but they can probably salvage it just just that much more now that they're out of Activision's umbrella. So, I mean, we'll see from that point forward. Yeah. yeah. We'll, <clears throat> we'll play it by ear and see what happens, but I mean, who knows? The future is uh, definitely um, a lot more open for them, but you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what they do. Still waiting for Cyberpunk, so I don't care. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you, you, since since we last talked, you, you like the last two months as we talked almost. I'm I'm sure you've uh, you've been keeping a, a a beautiful beautiful eye on what Bethesda has turned themselves into. Oh yeah. Um, fuck. I can't believe I bought this damn game. Um. You know, I mean, what can what can be said that hasn't been said already? Um, I mean, the game is 
beyond glitchy as fuck. Um, game, it's it's an it's a it's a pre-alpha. Yeah, let's 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 just go. Let's just start with the game and work our way up. So, um, definitely the game is very, very, very uh, glitchy. Um, I would say almost about as bad as uh, Skyrim on PS3. Bad launch, bad. Um, I mean, I've experienced bugs from seeing the power armor glitch um to mini pit boys to inventory being completely wiped um floating heads um you name it i've seen it i've taken pictures of it i have video of it um quests being broken that just can't be activated um just a not that many people playing it to be honest um this is coming from me that haven't played it in almost a month now um yeah it's just a terrible fucking thing um and then add in the whole debacle with their collected editions with their neon bat with their nylon bags and not um, giving people the right totem um, the right uh type of bag that they were promised I guess I have to wait for that fucking bag <laughs> how long would you have to wait for that bag they said for people they said they're gonna fulfill that request for the nylon bag uh, for the real bag, sorry, for an actual canvas bag, but it's gonna take uh-huh. an average. From, I think they said from six to six months to a year almost. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, I still see collector's edition sitting at be- uh, my Best Buy not that long ago when I went to um, buy a smartwatch. Um, that it's just uh. Yeah, there's just stacks of collector's editions out there. Um, I mean, the game right now is selling for 30 bucks a pop, and that's including the $70 version. Yeah, um, $70 version, the, the uh, cont- uh, tri- Tricentennial, I think it was called, edition. Whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. It was going as cheap as 35 bucks at Costco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So there's that whole debacle with that. Um, I mean, Lauren's also tried to nuka cola rum for it. She finally told me that. Um, I mean, you've heard about that, correct? I actually didn't even bother to to, to read about that story. Okay, so uh, a quick um a quick uh, summary of it. So um, obviously I'm a I'm I'm a liquor dude. I definitely do like my fair share of rums. Um, pretty much. Um, Lauren pre-ordered me this bottle, um, which was advertised that it was going to be a glass bottle, um, shaped like a rocket, um, to, to, um, to, um, you know, to give the impression that it's, it's from the game. Like it's an actual glass bottle shaped like a rocket, just like the new colas are in the game. Um, a very dark rum. Um, and yeah, that we were going to get this bottle of uh, rum that's shaped like a new Cola. Um, Lo and behold, I didn't figure this out until the very end, but people were paying, I believe, in total with shipping, at least you're paying at least $111. Oh, my for God. A bottle, for a bottle of rum. Um, I mean, keep in mind, most people already assume that it wasn't going to be a well-tasting rum. Um, this isn't – It's. Um, I still to this day don't even know the distiller that made the whiskey, uh, the rum itself. But coming from 
Um, I mean, you know this from personal experience from hanging out with me and, and the rest of the guys that we're a very good connoisseurs of uh, whiskey and rum. Like we know yeah. a little bit. Well, I don't want to say that we're actual um, experts, but we definitely do know our fair share of um, expensive uh, yeah. whiskey. So um, I didn't recognize, um, I still don't even know to this day, but, um the distiller. I still don't. Um, but it wasn't a recognizable brand, so I didn't have a lot of faith in it that it was going to be a very well-tasting, um, you know, uh, rum. But at the end of the day, I was paying. Um, I was really interested in getting the bottle because the bottle was cool. Like, regardless of whether the, the rum tastes like shit, um, I could still at least, like, replace it with any type of liquor that I would like. So um, fast forward um, a couple of days after the anniversary, um, I guess um, Lauren got emails that it was delayed, that it was getting delayed. It was supposed to be arrived before November, um, at least for Lauren's shipment. Um, it got delayed. So it never did. So around after our anniversary, she did tell me that that's what I got. And I didn't look into it. I was just like, okay, cool. Like, I kind of really wanted that bottle anyways. And I was like, you know what? And even better, I'm not paying for it. So whatever. Um, so I told her to keep it. Um, so a couple months pass, a lot of months, and this isn't until I want to say maybe, uh, like a week before Christmas, I want to say, um, I started like watching YouTube videos because I was watching a lot of the Bethesda breakdowns, you know, all that stuff. And that's when the, that was around the time when, um, when they were talking about uh, the Nile uh, about the bags. So that was a big trending thing. And because my YouTube uh, recommendation saw that I was interested in Bethesda topics, a topic popped up on my YouTube channel, uh, on my YouTube feed. That was uh, that the prod that the, this person got the rum cola and that he was making this YouTube video to warn people not to buy this product. So me and Lauren were interested in it. So we watched it because, you know, we were wondering what was taking so long with the product. Because up to this point, I'm not sure if you're aware, but one of our friends, Raul, has gotten his product already. Has gotten his, his rum already. Oh, yeah, Junior has it. What I thought it was weird that Junior's got it, but we never got it. Or that we were still getting, uh, we never got a confirmation that it was shipped. But Junior has gotten his shipped and already delivered but we never got ours so keep in mind i didn't learn junior never told me any of this but then again he's not a real connoisseur when it comes to um bottles and crafts and stuff like that and plus he throws his money around like it's fucking, <laughs> fucking Vegas. So, you know for him wasting a hundred dollars is nothing but for me if i'm gonna throw down product on a hundred dollar product i at least want it to be um at least to my liking um so in this video, um, first of all, they go over the entire product itself. So first things first, uh, before I actually get into the bottle, um, they obviously tasted the product and they said that it's very, very reminiscent of a very cheap rum, something that you can get at your local liquor store for about 20 bucks. So wow. that wasn't really surprising to me. I kind of figured it was going to taste like shit regardless. So it didn't really bother me that much, but I was more curious about bottle design. So it turns out that the actual bottle itself is actually a plastic cylinder of the shape of a rocket. And that this plastic cylinder is a casing 
for the said bottle but the the plastic mold casing is actually the the one that's shaped like the nuka-cola however um the bottle in the inside is actually just a typical bottle (laughs) the thing is though is that with that is that this is a big bulk of plastic i want to say probably um I mean, I never hold it, but I want to. I want to say probably about the size of a of a of a about the size of maybe two mason jars. Wow! Like a big, big plunk of of just plastic. And the thing is, though, is that this is not what people wanted because we paid for a bottle design, but we got a plastic with a bottle inside of it. <clears throat> so the reviewer goes on to say that, you know that. You know, it's a big plastic. You're paying a hundred and something dollars for a plastic, for a big plastic mold that has a bottle in it. Um, you're not even allowed. It doesn't even come with you with the option of you opening the bottle so you can replace it with whatever bottle you want. It's already glued and sealed, so it's not meant for you to open it up. Um, obviously, it's it's very. Um, there's videos all over YouTube that have people that are a little bit more professional than I am um, of opening plastic that have been able to open up this bottle. Um, not only that, but the cork itself is just literally, um, like some kind of screw on cork that they swore that they, uh, engineered this cork to be specifically designed for this bottle. But in reality, it's literally a 99 cent cork just glued onto a bottle, a big plastic bottle cap, um, uh, to make things even worse, um, because of the thickness of the bottle, um, even you being able to pour into a glass is very difficult because it's the stout is so like, it only just has that hole in the middle and the rest is just pure plastic, like a huge, like three inches of plastic that it's going to drip. It's going to drip. It's just going to seep through the bottom. You're going to get some in the glass. You're going to miss some as well. So, yeah, that was the big fiasco with that is that this is um, actually that, that YouTuber actually went on to uh, actually message. Um, um, they actually um, actually not message. Um, he linked people to a Reddit page that one of the designers actually went on Reddit to defend the product and said that it was actually. Bethesda that Bethesda gave it the OK. And not only that, too, but they originally wanted to do. Uh, they felt like people. They originally had a glass bottle concept, but that people they felt like people weren't going to enjoy the glass bottle concept, and that they would prefer this ingenious uh, design that they patented themselves. And that, uh, I kid you not, too. They said that they went through a hundred hours of testing and printing different bottle models before they approved this particular um, bottle. Um, yeah, and they just said that their feedback said that people wouldn't want a glass bottle, that they would prefer this big plastic mold, and that people like the taste. <laughs> they just saw this guy just saw the from the from the plastic. Yeah, you yeah. see, you're seeing it right really first. You're talking. I'm looking at this guy. Like it was just a plastic around a regular. Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean, though. It's a really big, thick of plastic. But the bottle itself is glass. But that one. 
a bottle itself is glass. That is true. The thing is, though, is that it's not designed for you, and they've actually have wrote it in their products that you shouldn't open this bottle because you're going to damage the product. So they obviously don't want you to find out that it is a glass bottle inside and that you just paid $100 mold and a really shitty rum at that um yeah it's just it's it's fucking I it's mean, just another thing that Bethesda <laughs> if anything they were better off just giving you just a plastic and putting your your own bottle in to make even worse what what one more Changed their mind mid development because you know whatever they changed their mind mid development. The thing is though is that all their promotional artwork. I think maybe now they took it down, but all the pr- promotional artwork advertising this product was shown with the glass bottle. Yeah, I know. It's it's false advertisement. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, that's false advertisement number two from Bethesda. So best believe that after we watched the video, I looked at Lauren and said, "You better fucking." Give me your phone. I'm going to send them an email. You're getting your money back. I don't want this product. I don't feel comfortable with you spending $100 on a hunk of plastic that I'm not going to. $100 for a shitty rum, I can get a really good bottle of whiskey or a really good bottle of rum. Tell me this. The price on the product itself is 100 bucks or just the shipping? Um, It was... For Lauren, at least, you're looking at one one hundred and eleven dollars shipping included. Oh, okay. So maybe the bottle. Was- I believe. I believe it's eighty or ninety dollars for the entire product itself, and then the shipping was tacked on as well, which makes it that extra twenty dollars or so. So, so maybe the, the the fucking the rum itself was like probably like twenty or thirty bucks, and then. They profit off the rest of the plastic making onto the bottle and just upsell. Yeah, my whole thing. Is that at a hundred dollars a bottle? I can really get myself a nice bottle of Glen or um. Originally, originally though, was this product marketed for you to like just buy and keep as a collectible, or were they marketing as you can drink from it? Um. See, that's where the Reddit page was going more in depth with it. Is that they were intending this product? They never really specified it, but a lot. Of- from what the um, the Reddit page um, the person was talking about was that this was a good enough bottle for you to display. And the thing is that he says to display at um, your bar to entice your guests. That was one of your things. It was a collectible and that it was to entice guests to draw eyes to it. So most people were assuming that by him saying that, that at one point this company was thinking of actually mass producing these bottles and actually selling them to, to bars because in all honesty, like even you just looking at it right now, if you saw that at the corner of your eye at a bar, you walked in a bar, that's, that's going to draw your attention. It's a big bottle. Like it's going to make you be like, Oh, what is that? Cause that's typically what bars do. Um, I mean, I'm a bartender, so I know a little bit about this, but that's why they illuminate a lot of the bottles especially the bigger bottles have more lights on them because they want to draw your attention to those bottles. So that way you can ask your bartenders, Hey, what is that? What, what, did, what kind of liquor is that? What does that do? What does that pair with? You know, so that way eventually, you know what, maybe you won't bite, but maybe the next person that heard about it will bite. So we're are assuming at least the people that are involved in this um, fiasco, which unfortunately I'm involved in this for some odd fucking known reason. Um, 
that originally this was intended to be sold not only as a novelty, but this was to be mass produced to be sold at Bebmo and liquor stores. Whether or not it was going to still be intended for that $80 price is something that we probably will never see due to how poorly this product is being sold. But um, yeah, that it seems like it was a mix of both. It seems like it was meant to be a nostalgia thing and for people that own bars to buy in quantities so that way they can entice people to, you know, to drink. That's, that's wild. But the thing is, but the thing is, though, is that this all still falls under Bethesda because Bethesda, during this whole fiasco, gave the okay to this. And I believe to this day, to this day as well, even though we've gotten apologies for Fallout 76 with, um, with, pe- with people being able to get free copies, I believe today is actually the day where people that have bought early copies of Fallout 76 are entitled to, um, to Fallout Classic on the PC. Um, We've got an answer for the nylon bags. Um, like you said, people have to wait the rest of their lives to get a fucking bag that they're not going to use. Um, Bethesda has never commented about this product. Not once. Really? So I think the people that are involved in this, whether or not because I th- the thing is, is that what's really, really, um, at least according to what I've seen on the red page, it seems like most people that have bought into this product were smart enough to avoid the Fallout 76 fiasco, but they f- but they got wrapped into it because they wanted to buy a Fallout product because, you know, they wanted to buy a Fallout product. And, you know, regardless of what 76 is, they still like the, the series and they wanted to get a Nuka-Cola bottle. And, um, I mean, keep in mind, too, up to this point, the only um, type of... Um, at least bottled product that we have of fallout is just their quantum one, which that one sold like fucking hotcakes. Yeah. Um, so many years ago. And now it's almost impossible to buy or without fucking giving half of your liver for. Yeah. So this was generally a time. This was actually generally a product that people that um, could have bought and be able to display on their gaming devices or actually like enjoy while playing maybe fallout but um yeah it seems like a majority of people um that are involved in this never bought fallout 76 and already knew to stay away from it and they're just more disappointed that or not even disappointed more at this point pissed because people that have bought in fallout and they got involved in all that have gotten some sort of apology or some sort of compensation but to this point the people that have bought in the bottle haven't been even addressed yet Huh. It almost sounds like it was all a shady business practice. Yeah, and to be honest, um, this part, but whoever this distillery is. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then to make things even worse is that um, following this um, this trend, because you know what, one of the craziest things about it about doing this return was that okay, man, you've done a couple returns yourself. Um, whenever you get a product and you don't like it. Um, you typically would send them an email and you would normally uh, expect the response from the company before you get your refund, correct? Mm-hmm. The craziest thing about this uh, refund process that still boggles my mind to this day was that that email that I sent to the company, keep in mind, it was very, very polite. I was very, very genuinely polite. I just told them, you know what, this is, uh, 
this is the fiance uh, emailing you guys. Look, my fiance bought this for me for my anniversary in November. It's now already past Christmas. I already know what the gift is. And you know what? I didn't even bring up anything about the product's faults or anything of that nature. I just said, you know what? It's been a while. Um, I'm just not curious. I'm just, and you know, after the holidays, I just don't feel um, that we should have a hundred dollars just hanging around in the sky without a product. And I would just like, um, I would just like, uh, you know, to get my money back. Lauren never received an, an email back confirming that we were going to get a refund or that we, uh, you know, like what was up? Like, why did we decide to change this? Instead, about two or three business days later, she just got her money back. No email, no response, no follow-up, no nothing. Huh. Just, yeah. So um, it almost makes it seem like, um, like they've gotten that these videos are popping up so frequently now and that this is just another bad publicity stunt by Bethesda that this company doesn't even want to hear about it anymore, that they're just willing just to anybody that wants a refund, just give them the refund. Don't even find them for it. And they've actually updated their terms of services that actually goes on to say that people that have gotten the bottle, if you're very unhappy with the product, as long as it's unopened, of course, um, they're more than happy to um, negotiate with uh, return with, they never specify returns or making your, or, um, you know, getting your money back, but they're willing to listen to your feedback to on what is wrong with your product and address it from there on. So even on their terms of services, they're not, ne- they're not necessarily telling people that they should return the product that they're unhappy with it. But, um, you know, um, which is a, you know, it's a business point. I mean, they don't want to just go and say, okay, if you're unhappy, you know, so, so we'll send you back your money. Obviously, they're not going to make money that way. Um, but it's a little shady that they're not saying, you know, um, if you're unhappy. Um, but at the end, you know, at the same time, it's like, you know, if you're unhappy, you should, you know, they should have a thing that says, if you're unhappy, you can still ask for a refund and we'll give you back your money, no problem. Um, you know, that was just my biggest thing is I think that there's so many complaints about this bottle that they just don't want to deal with it. And there's so much backlash with Bethesda right now that they just rather just give the money than say anything that might jeopardize their business even more than what it already is. Right. But uh, that's honest. That's honestly what I've been doing. But as far as Bethesda goes, but uh, yeah, um, it just seems like fucking shit in themselves you know i don't feel like playing the game anymore to this day i probably might play it down the road but as far as i'm concerned uh i even had to stop my brother from having to sell it just because i keep telling him down the road we're gonna play it but i mean you're not gonna get shit for selling it regardless so you're better off just keeping the fucking game but um you know it's just another thing that's happened to bethesda that you know for those that are wondering if it's if it's been quiet with Bethesda lately, that there hasn't been another fiasco. No, there's been another fiasco. It's just a totally different product that um that doesn't pertain to the actual uh, video game industry, but it's still a memorabilia piece that went really fucking bad. That's crazy. Yeah. So when you said what have I been doing? Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to get my money back from a fucking company that's been trying to sell me a fucking fucking $80 bottle of Malibu. 
Yeah, that's another thing too. People keep saying it has like this coconut taste to it. <laughs> Which it just reminds me. Yeah, that it, it's like a it's a dark coconutty taste is what I'm hearing from Bart from uh from um experts. And I've actually there actually is a video on people that um that drink that review liquors that have actually reviewed it and said that it was a very sweet and tart. And the dude straight up just said it was like a dark Malibu, which I don't know if they make a dark Malibu, but I know that Malibu itself is fucking $15. So, yeah, you're right on the money when you said that it was like $20 and the rest was profit. That is fucking crazy. (sighs) Yeah, well, that's just another thing that's been going on with Bethesda lately. So, And then, yeah, like I said, too, Today's also the day too that if you preach if you purchased a uh, Fallout seventy six, um, just link it onto your Steam page regardless of whether you bought the PC, PS three, on um, PS four or uh, Xbox One version, and um, yeah, you can um, Fallout Classics, which I believe is Fallout one, two, and uh, Brotherhood of Steel, if I'm not correct. If I'm, uh, and um, for those that are wondering, it's very very uh, those are very very low uh, graphics oriented games you can play them off a of fucking i mean keep in mind these were meant for fucking computers and like windows 95 type shit so you so you know you should be able to play those damn things on anything Sorry, i don't know that shut up alexa your fucking house <laughs> yeah, I'm alexa well, I have an Alexa, but I named it, uh, instead of it just being Alexa, I named it computer. So now it goes off whenever, yeah, see, it goes off whenever I say computer. What the fuck? It's learning, bro. Get that shit out of your house. But, uh, uh, watch me get advertisements for Fallout 76 now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, to be honest, to be honest, I don't even use it for, uh, I just have it connected to, to my Amazon music. But um, other than that, I've turned off all its listening capabilities, and but it's a damn good alarm clock though. I'll tell you that much. It's a fucking great alarm clock. It's fucking loud. I- I've heard it. The three sixty is the third generation. Uh, I believe it's the second edition. Okay, because the third one, it's basically got like it's a three sixty speaker, but it's all in the middle. It's literally like you know the second generation, like the speaker's kind of like on the top rim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mine's on the top rim. Yeah, so the third generation, it's like a complete mesh, 360, and it's all speaker, like in the middle, and it is loud. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I have uh, I have Amazon Music, so I, it, it links well with my Amazon Music, and uh, and like I said, I don't use it for anything else. Um, I use it just for an alarm clock. Did you also know, too, you can listen to Twitch off of it, too, which is pretty dope? Twitch. Yeah, you can listen to Twitch on it. Do you mean a Twitch channel or what? How does? Yeah, you can listen to a Twitch channel. Listen, keep in mind. So not watch, but listen. <laughs> yeah, you can like okay, listen. Well, I mean, um, the person I watch on Twitch is he's very uh, eccentric with this sound, so. You can pretty much get the gifs of what he's trying to do with just sound um, alone. But I mean, um, I used it a lot for uh, Twitch Presents did a lot of Pokemon. So I used that just to listen to Pokemon on the side. And then um, oh, yeah. I've been using it for games done quick right now, too. So, yeah. I mean, 
Wind Waker is currently almost finished. I know. I've been watching it. I've been watching it. It was a terrible fucking speed run. The community ruined it. Oh, I believe you. Have you been watching the whole thing? I haven't been keeping up to it, but every time I tune in, I've Pretty caught... the gifs of it is that... Because um, you know how much they like to scream Orb whenever and uh, Mario, Mario yes. 3. So that's been the recurring joke for everything. Because in Wind Waker, um, when you kill an enemy, there's... Um, there's the possibility of an orb popping on that you can smack the orb and depending on the orb that you the color that you hit it either gives you health um rupees or um or um other items of that nature so they've been screaming orb a lot and also um kaboom too because there was a mini game where the dude just says kaboom and like i kid you not for like a good hour just donations were just kaboom and sploosh and orb and it got to the point where I muted the fucking stream because it was just fucking annoying. And I saw it on Twitter too. People were actually really complaining that, uh, you know, it was, it ruined it. And which really sucks because I love Wind Waker to death. It's one of my favorite Zelda games, if not my Zelda game of all time for me. And I, I couldn't enjoy it because. Just for flashback terms, remember when this came out on the GameCube and people saw this for the first time? And like the hardcore Zelda fans were in such an uproar. I actually just told Lauren this story when it started because I told Lauren, I was like, You want to hear an interesting story? And then she was like, Yeah. And I was like, Well, a long time ago, Nintendo was saying that we were going to get a mature Zelda and that everybody was expecting like we were going to get some crazy, dark, like gritty Zelda game. And then one week it was shown and people were, We got it. We got a chibi looking fucking and I told her too, like sales for Wind Waker originally were. I told her too, sales for Wind Waker the first were very, very poor, very because of the, of the reception to the to the graphics. Yeah, people to the like, graphics. like people didn't buy it because this is not the Zelda we know for so long. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I told her that too. Right, right. Yeah, and then that's when we got the Twilight Princess where grown men were crying in the fucking... We got an actual pretty-looking Zelda. Okay. Which I've also told Lauren, too. I digress. Like, I didn't play all of Twilight Princess, but I would still agree. I would still... A hot take here, I guess, is what the kids call it nowadays, that uh, Breath of the Wild is much more uh, mature than uh, Twilight Princess. That's just my... Oh, yeah. Sure. Because that game tackles death and shit like that. And even then, even if we want to even talk even more mature, Majora's Mask is way more mature than Twilight Princess. That's for damn sure. Oh, yeah. Majora's Mask is the darkest one, man. There's a creepy pasta out of that fucking game. Yeah. But, I mean, I just, like, just just wrapping this, this one up real quick. I just think... I just... Oh, I love I loved Majora's Mask. It never terrified me. But um, I just think it's funny that... I I just think it's funny that I still remember like the hate that this game got, and now to see all these people parading like and hearing these comments and donations like, "Oh, this is my favorite Zelda game." I'm just like, "Motherfucker, where were you?" Because I remember my ass went to Toys R Us. <laughs> nobody else was there picking up this game because I had the gold edition, the day one edition that had the gold uh, cover and the gold thing, and I got a um, a strategy guide and everything. And I went Wind Waker'd out. Like, I mean, I 
I had the map of the whole fucking sea. I posted it on my wall. I literally had like a compass and I literally like had like like a crayon and I would just mark off locations I went. I remember I was the only one into this. But uh, yeah, I do remember my cousin was one of those people that was really looking forward to a Dark Zelda game when he used to play video games still. And this turned him off from, from Zelda. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, is this Zelda life for fucking little babies? Oh, you were one of those fucking scrub lords, weren't you? I didn't, I didn't even care for Zelda to begin with. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Was this <laughs> like, was this, is this aesthetic because they're trying to push the market for like actual children to be able to play this game just to appeal to a certain audience compared to like your like old audience? It's a graphical choice. It's a graphical. St- I know. It's, it's a graphical. It's, it's just a graphics design. That's just, that's it. It's just an aesthetic design. It does nothing. Which it still to... holds up to this day. Well, I mean, this. Granted, this is the HD version, but to this day, I mean, is there a still coming? Right? There's a switch version coming. <sighs> why you Why you gonna say shit that's gonna break my heart? And you already know the answer to. Why Why do you do this to me, Manny? I don't know. I think I no. the HD version the, of the of... dream. The dream is the dream is, and this has been rumors for God knows how long. Because because the dream is the dream is. um, Remember a couple, I want to say like four months ago when they were talking about maybe doing a Skyward Sword HD on the Switch. That has been a rumor still. Yeah, no, but get this. So what people have been speculating that that was going to be a package deal where we were going to get something called like a Triforce collection where it would include not only that HD version of uh, Skyward Sword, but we would also get the HD version of Wind Waker and as well as the HD version of Twilight Princess that came out on the Wii U as well. And that it, the rumor is that it would be called the Triforce uh, package and that we would get three different Zelda games all in one. Well, I don't know about cartridge now, but... Uh, you know, that maybe would get three separate cartridges or maybe they would just release them all individually. But um, This is a perfect segue as to what we're going to talk about next. And that is the, uh, the, the, the Nintendo Direct that people, I guess, are still waiting on. Yeah. Um, there's supposed to, there was supposed to be one like early January. Now people are saying it's going to be late January. Well, I mean, okay, well, also just, just ending... Well, first of all, just ending the whole thing with Zelda. Yeah, that was that's still to this day one of my hopes that we're gonna get this year is an announcement of that, so or at least. Yeah, so it hasn't been confirmed nor denied or anything. I mean, for all we know, I could be pulling this out of my ass, and we could just get Skyward Sword announced tomorrow, and Wind Waker and Twilight are just left in the Wii U version, and that would suck. I mean, especially since the assets are right there and people will pay money for it. Oh my god. I did like Skyward Sword a lot. I, that was no, I'm kidding you not. Just, just looking on Twitter because Wind Waker was trending. Uh, I was just looking at it because I wanted to see how many people were actually really annoyed, like with all the sound effects that they were doing, like I was. But people, a lot of the common uh, tweets that I was reading was that people would pay again for a Switch version of these games, and it's just like, dude, it's easy money. You don't even have to re- do anything. You're just pouring the game down to a fucking cartridge. And throwing that bitch in the fucking case and selling it to us, but that's Nintendo for you. But um, yeah, going back to the direct thing. Um, that's funny. Oh, they don't just 
Yeah. Um, no, it's just um. So going back to the direct thing. Um, yeah. I mean, there's people that. Yeah, typically in June, in January, we do get some sort of direct. Um, and that yeah, there's there's the fucking scrub lords that are willing to go like, well, in this year Nintendo didn't do one in 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 January, and then this year they didn't do. Well, fuck you, they normally do. I mean, yeah, maybe two years out of the fucking, I don't know how many years, like ten plus years that they've been doing directs. We normally have gotten one in January. Um, what? If you ask my opinion, I don't think we're gonna get direct anymore, and the reason why is. I'm not sure if you follow Nintendo on Twitter or on Facebook or anything. I've been curious that, well, aside from speculation as to what games are going to be announced or come out or what have you, the next Nintendo Direct is going to be around the same time. This is my opinion. This is my speculation. This is what I've been hearing too. Is the same time they Joker comes out as a DLC character is when they're going to do the Direct. Not only are they going to do the Direct, but they're also going to announce Persona 5R, which has been, which has been already put on... on uh, which has already been trademarked. Yes, Mirmi. You don't know if that's... Well, first of all, and I like to do this to people because it pisses them off on Twitter, you don't know if that it could be Persona 5 Racing. <laughs> 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 but... Uh, the, the reason why I said I don't believe that there will be a direct. Um, well, first of all, um, even just going off of that with Smash, um, we don't know how far we are from Joker to begin with because we haven't even gotten Piranha Plant yet. Because we still, to this day, haven't even gotten Piranha Plant yet, and that's the first DLC we're supposed to be getting. So, um, but I do, I do agree. I do agree with you on this aspect that the day that Joker is announced, we will definitely be told. You know, Persona Five is going to be on the Switch. That's a given. We we known that since since you and me were sitting there in the Game Awards showing everybody busted. That we Not only this, dude, but uh, who's the who's the creator of uh, Smash? What's his name again? Uh, Sakurai. Sakurai. He visited Atlas like a month yeah, later. I think, yeah, he did. Oh, fuck! I, if if that doesn't say anything, I don't know what the fuck does. Atlas actually drew Kirby too for him because he's actually the father of Kirby. So, yeah, they actually drew some Kirby characters for him too. It was pretty cool, like to see other um, game designers work on characters. Speaking of of drawings too, um, the director for God of War also drew all the Smash Brothers characters in realistic, which is pretty what? dope too. What? Yeah, if you ever get a chance, uh, before we turn back on, uh, if you ever get a chance, check out the 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 main des- uh, the main leader of uh, of the God of War team at Santa Monica, and they posted pictures of uh, of them drawing realistic uh, versions of uh, Smash Brothers characters. Of all, oh, I think they're working on all of them, but I think a majority of them are released now, which wow. is fucking dope. Yeah, a, a Sony publisher working on Nintendo stuff ain't that a bitch? But um. Now, the reason why I'm going on and saying that we're not going to get a... In, the thing is, I agreed with everyone. I thought we were getting a direct um, this week. In fact, even Lauren fell for one of the fakes, too, and thought we were supposed to get a direct today. Like, she literally requested today off because she thought it was going to be a direct. Uh, I mean, <laughs> she was wrong. <laughs> yeah, because she, she... I was just like, let me see that, that Twitter post that you showed me. 
And she did, and I clicked the name, and it says an unofficial Nintendo Twitter account. And I said, um, baby, you might want to read uh, the title real quick of this Twitter handle real quick before, uh, you know, you know. But whatever. It was cool. Whatever. We, it, it made it look convincing as well. But, um, no, the reason why I don't believe it, and there's some people that also agree with me as well, is that um, this past Tuesday, Nintendo actually, and today as well, Nintendo has released a lot of information, a lot of uh, dates for a lot of big games that are coming out this year. Um, um, the release date for the new Yoshi game was announced via Twitter and Facebook during social media. Um, the release date for um, the new Yoshi, the release date for the new Yoshi game. New Yoshi game, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's was one that they announced via direct and. It just seems weird that they announced the game via direct. They said they had no uh, date confirmed yet, but yet on social media, they announced the date for it, which is weird. So a lot of people during that time were just saying, okay, maybe they just wanted to get that date out of the way because, you know, they have to make time for it. A couple of minutes later, Nintendo announced um, the release date for a couple of other indie games, but um, as well as the release date for um, the Kirby's Epic Yarn for... Um, for the 3ds so there's still 3ds games coming out i don't know why the fuck there still are and then me neither i asked myself the same fucking question so then people were just like why are they like why are they announcing these type of things like it seems like those would be like perfect bullet points because you've seen nintendo directs that they they like to do bullet points but they like to flash through some like they kill the first 10 minutes with with little busy yeah yeah, with little stuff and like okay as much as i love yoshi and this is coming from someone that has a yoshi tattoo and has a huge fucking heart on for yoshi that's not your big game of the year that you're it's not the game you're pushing that's not the game you're you're using your 15 minutes to demonstrate that's just something you'd be like hey yoshi fans uh on april blah 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 yoshi game comes out and then b-roll to something else um so people were just like why is this weird and then so today, Nintendo this morning also announced the release dates for all the Square Enix games that are going to be coming out to the Switch. So the Final Fantasy X, so Final Fantasy X, and as well as the 12 edition as well, and also show off some artwork and stuff like that too. And they also announced a couple of new, um, some new um, indie games as well coming out, and as well as I believe the release date for that Travis, Travis strikes that um no more heroes uh I guess reboot or I don't know what it is anymore. But um yeah, a lot of people are speculating. It's got me to even speculate too that maybe there was a direct at one point, but it got canned and that maybe they're gonna save all the juicy stuff for a later direct. But they're still but they're gonna just gonna social media feed us the little bits, the b-roll stuff to keep us tied over. I mean, I could be wrong. We could wake up tomorrow and Nintendo's like, hey, motherfuckers, <laughs> uh, there's a direct on Monday. But that's the thing with Nintendo. You'd never know. But, I mean, if you want my... If we're just going to throw uh, conspiracies into a hat, I want to say that this was enough B-roll to keep you happy because at this point, I mean, we have we have announced date for Yoshi. That's in April. I mean, you got your Final Fantasy games that are coming out in a little bit. I think they were March or something like that. Uh, you got your indie games that are coming out. Your Kirby fucking game, whatever. 
Uh, it's not like it even matters because people are going to be fucking dry fucking Sora during that moment anyway, so it doesn't even matter. But, um, yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're going to Yeah, you're right. There's a lot of shit that, that, that Nintendo posted on their Twitter. On yeah, a lot. Like, not... Like, if it was just Yoshi or just, like, one, like, a release date for a 3DS game, then I wouldn't have been in an eye on it. But the fact that there's been so many release dates announced within the last 48 hours, like, I don't believe that there is going to be a direct, or if there was at one point, it got canceled. I don't know why. I'm not sure why, or even if, or maybe I'm just lying out of my ass. Like I said, no. But it's very, very strange that it's speculation. And you know what? This even throws even a bigger wrench on people because I'm there's also like those fucking those people, and you know what? Some of those people make good points too that uh that wanted to believe that uh you know with this direct that came out that they were gonna be like, Oh yeah, by the way, too, um you can also pre-order Kingdom Hearts three on the Switch and just be like boom. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, their Twitter feed seems to suggest that a lot of this was supposed to be on a direct, and they're, 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 they just canned it. And they just say, you know what, just post it on Twitter. And that's it. Or you know, it could be that maybe um, all the B stuff was completed, and that they knew what they were gonna do. But maybe the big juicy stuff, maybe they don't have anything, or maybe happen in production because you got to keep in mind too um big nintendo games that we're supposed to be getting this year um we should get an announced date for metroid prime this year it's been too long since we've gotten since we've showed anything about metroid prime um i think they were saying they announced they announced too early yeah uh, well i mean the same thing can be said about bayonetta 3 as well that's but, true uh, um yeah speaking of bayonetta we should get a release date for Bayonetta this year, for sure. Um, I mean, maybe I'm missing like big heavy hitters. I, but um, I'm almost, I don't, I want to believe we're getting Animal Crossing this year. And I think that's going to be their end of the year big game that they're going to push. But, you know, as far as confirmed, we do know that we are getting a main series Pokemon game this year. We know that for a fact. We're getting a main series Pokemon game. Because the Pokemon company has said. So, um, I'm expecting that game to come out during summer. Um, so, uh, we should be getting a direct, or at least a Pokemon-only direct, within the next couple of days, or within the next month. We have to get a direct for Pokemon, because they need to start building a Pokemon. I want to say there's one as early as next month. If, or if not, late this month. For sure. I will put I it like this. If we don't get it, if we don't at least get an announcement at least by the end of February, then it's not coming out till till Christmas towards wintertime. I would hate for it to come out at wintertime because I feel like Pokemon is such a great summer game. Yeah. But um yeah, that's just my thing. Uh, but um I mean unless you can think of another Nintendo game that's supposed to be coming out this year that besides uh Pokemon that's been confirmed to come out this year. Um, that's pretty much my big heavy hit. I think they announced Dragon Dragon's Dogma today or yesterday. It was yesterday, yeah. Um, yeah. I believe that's another March release, no? 
It's another March April. release or something? Another April, yeah. No, what you're saying about the whole summer thing, like Pokemon being would be perfect out for the summer, there's already a lot of games coming out in the summer. Aside from the Final Fantasies, that game's next. I think, and I don't know what else, but I, I think I saw a, a couple more games. That they're all they're coming out. Everything I see is April. Dude. I don't see any later. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm seeing too. Because besides, I mean, not thinking. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking just games in general. Because I can't think of any big games that are coming out this uh, at the end of the year as far as both Sony, Microsoft, and and Nintendo. The only things I can think of like. The biggest one that's coming up right now is going to be Kingdom Hearts in two weeks, if not less. Um, and then you got your Days Gone, your Crackdown, your um, Anthem. Um, fucking, I'm missing one more big game. I must not be that important if I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, I, all I can think about is like April. This spring is going to be fucking jam packed. This spring is going to be fucking busy. Yeah, which is crazy. I don't. I never. I don't. When's the last time we've had a really busy April? Who the fuck knows? But um, yeah. But I can't think of anything that's going on towards the um, towards the end of the year. But um, yeah. That's my thing with the directors. I don't think. I think my thing is is that Nintendo canceled the directs or the big names that they got into so, like the big release dates that people want to know your animal crossing your bayonetta your stuff like that they don't have a release date for those oh yeah resident evil that's another game too i totally forgot you should know that you're fucking drooling yourself over that fucking demo um, oh, i know i saw it when when warrior posted it but i'm not gonna play it until until i know what i'm gonna be doing because that demo is legitimately a fucking time gate demo like you have 30 oh, you minutes. Know me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat it. I'm going to be one of the few people that say, I beat that demo. You only get one shot to it. Yeah, you, you only get, like, you have 30. You can continue as many times as you want, but you only have 30 minutes. And the way they're keeping track of your time is basically, like, you need an internet connection to even play the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah definitely. No, that makes sense. Lose my mind. Uh, then again, it's Capcom. Remember, uh, remember they put Resident Evil Seven on the Switch, but you had to download it. Remember, that's uh, that's Capcom for you, my dude. But um, yeah, just uh, just finishing up my thing is uh, I think yeah, then I think the direct did get canceled, um, and I think Nintendo doesn't have confirmed dates for these big games that people want to know. So I think honestly. I don't think we're getting a huge Nintendo Direct for all until more or less agreeing with what you said. I don't think we're going to get a big Direct until Joker is ready to be released because you already know what they're going to do with their Direct. They're going to tease Joker and then they're going to be like, you know what? Joker's available right now. Go download it and spend like the next six hours trying to download them because everybody in their mom breaking the internet. Um, but I think the next Nintendo Direct that we're going to get is going to be a pure Pokemon one, and that's going to be when they announce the release date for uh, and show off the new Pokemon game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested to find out how this is going to for for Nintendo because it's interesting that they're announcing a lot, a lot of April games for this summer. 
and oh, and tomorrow, uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, Deluxe comes out. So yeah, but there's no Bowsette, so I don't really give a shit. There's no what? There's no Bowsette. Oh, teach. <laughs> <laughs> How's uh, no that? You know, I don't fuck with that shit. So you know what I mean. You know what I mean. You know what's up. Yeah. I know. But um, I I totally like skit. I totally didn't even. I totally forgot that that game was even coming out. Like in the within the near future, I didn't even know it came out tomorrow. To be honest. And then also, Tales of Despair comes out, which JRPG horny fans. Here we go again. And Which then, also, by the way, too, if you, um, depending on what system you're getting, I'm not sure if it's the same thing on the Xbox, but I know on the PlayStation they have a bunch of beginner packs. Yeah, with a shitload of fucking stuff. They do on the PlayStation at least. They do that all the times with Tales games. Always. I don't know if it's going to be the same thing for the Xbox. So I have to check that out. But also, Kingdom Hearts is coming at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So you already know the fangirls. Yeah, yeah, Cody. See, like you see right now in uh, in Wind Waker, all that water, that's just pure <laughs> juice. It's everywhere, it's everywhere. And I'm, and I'm going to be drowning in it. And you see me? There I am. I'm fucking swimming through that shit. <laughs> just fucking skipping my way through it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, that Onimusha, dude, the first Onimusha, the re-release of Onimusha is coming out. And oh my god, what the fuck is Onimusha? Oh, you shit the fuck up, dude. <laughs> oh, seriously. Onimusha is, exp- is an experimental... It was during the experimental heydays when Capcom was ruling the previous two generations with uh, the PS2 and the Xbox with, when, it, when it came with their games. Capcom was like basically like, oh, Capcom has a game out? Oh, it's going to be good, you know? Onimusha came out of an experiment that was supposed to be, I think, without being racist. Without being racist, is it a samurai game? How did you know? (laughs) Hey, isn't Sony coming out with their own samurai game this year? That looked a lot more better and much more cleaner. Uh, no. I think that was that's from from software. Second day, never die twice. It's not exclusive. No, which one's the one that Sony showed up? The one that Sony showed? It's it's not it's not that that anime centric one, is it? It's not that one. No, 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 no. it's that uh fucking uh. Remember during E three when they showed the pan flute guy and he fucking played the flute for like ten minutes and then he got shown a, a demo of some samurai dude. Yeah, that, was, that was Sekirei Never Die Twice from Sucker Punch. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's that's not that's not, that's not exclusive. I. Let me confirm that because I remember thinking that it wasn't, but I might be wrong. It might be that one. It might be that one. Yes, I can never die twice. Oh, by the way, people, if you want to see something funny too, look up that flute guy on in, in, this put flute guy Sony E3, and oh man, the memes that you'll see from that—that's some good stuff. Oh my god, that's some good stuff. You want to hear him play Baby Shark? They got you. Shadows die twice. No, no that's from hey. software. That's a different no. The one that you're talking about is a different one. It I forgot the name of it. It's a sucker punch, but it is exclusive. The sucker punch. Yeah, game yeah. Game no, no, the one from some soft. Yeah, from from soft. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that one's. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's the different story. Uh, eh, so many samurai games coming out now. 
And it's so fucking random of them to push that game. Oh, Ghost of Tsushima. There you go. There you go. Ghost of Tsushima. There you go. Ghost of Sushi. I'm calling that meme out right now. Ghost of Sushi. With the teeth. Oh, yeah. Don't you have The Last of Us 2 coming out this year, too? I think that's like the biggest game. Now that I think about it, that's the big game of the year. They haven't announced a date yet, but more than likely, it's going to also be a summer release. Like the first one. Fuck. God damn. Yeah, God damn. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Uh, I yeah. That. I don't know if I'm ready for that cooch on cooch action, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I don't I don't even know if it's going to get I think it's probably going to get delayed though. It's going to get delayed. You think so? Oh. I think first it's going to be like, okay, first day's gone is going to come out. Most of us is going to come out. You got to be careful what you say there cuz you're going to get some people riled up. I'm not joking though. Shh, be no, quiet. Nobody. I, let I me piss something. somebody off. <laughs> no, they're both Sony exclusive, so they don't give a shit, honestly. But honestly, who's really anticipating Days Gone as much as they are the last? Okay, come on, come on. Let's be real here. Let's be 100 percent real. You're a fucking gamer. Days Gone does not look interesting in the one bit. That's what I'm saying, but. That's not what Sony wants to hear. Right? No, Sony's going to push fucking Days Gone like it's a fucking, like it's Spider-Man. But come on, let's be 100% real here. It's probably going to be like the bastard child of the post-apocalyptic, you know, thing that The Last of Us just put just put on the map so well. Like It's going to be the new, it's going to be the new Order game. That's what it's pretty much going to be. Oh, I don't see that. Order 1866 or 1870 or whatever. <laughs> it's gonna be the new order, bro. Maybe not. I'm, I'm glad they agree. Days Gone looks like complete shit, and just like this was a whole fucking nine, a 2008 game that should have been released like nine years ago. I, I feel this sad is- though if if that ever becomes the case because Ben Studio is a really cool studio. They're a small studio that did a really good job when Uncharted: uh, Golden Abyss came out on the Vita, which was a launch game. It was very good. It was impressive technologically wise for a handheld game. Okay, Ben Studio then did Resistance, I think. No, not Resistance. That was Nordic, or that was Nihil Nihilstic, whatever the fuck. Uh, I think Ben did something else besides Golden Abyss, but after that, they were just dark. They went dark forever, and now they're coming out with Days Gone, and, and then they worked on a zombie game. Oof, boy. Well. I, I think they're okay. yeah. This is where I think they're phoning it in. Well, you know, we all make mistakes in life. Not everybody can be uh, not everybody can be uh, not everybody can be, can be uh, puppy uh, puppy last puppy Tilu. Yeah, well, yeah, well, there's 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 that, but um, ah, uh, well, yeah, I mean, fuck. Fuck, well, what does Sony got the wall? Well, I don't know what Sony's got the fallback on because they don't have a fucking E3 anymore. So I don't know what the fuck to yeah, like, think. Uh, uh, and everybody's speculating the PS5 is going to be announced this year. They're not going to wait. But they're not. Who the fuck are they going to announce it? How the hell are they going to announce it if there's no E3 for them? They're not even going to be at E3. That's the thing. Nobody knows that. But everybody's saying that 
they're going to announce a new console this year, while Microsoft is probably going to tippy toe around it until next year. Next, next year. I still say it's too soon for a new console. I just got this fucking Pro. God damn it. Well, it's already been. Well, the last console generation was seven, eight years. Uh, it is now 2019. The new consoles came out 2013. So let's see, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, we're closing in on that seven. You know, and that's the sad part, too, because I can think of games on the PS3 that really showed off, like, the marvel of what the PS3 could do and pushed the PlayStation 3 to its limits. I can't, well, I can think of Red Dead, but I can't think of any other game that's pushed the PlayStation 4. Well, I know, I I don't know if you've kept uh, an eye on um on the patent on the patents that Sony or AMD is putting out there and even Microsoft in regards yeah. to their blueprints and what tech they're gonna use. For yeah, I, I mean I doubt it. I'm not really a big um tech um like a graphics card or a processor person, but I have kept up with it. I mean I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but I well I think Microsoft is no longer gonna be on on the. I don't think Microsoft is doing consoles. PlayStation will, but the Microsoft won't. Ooh. For obvious reasons. Because I don't know if you've heard, but like before the end of the year, Microsoft announced that they're they're, they're releasing a uh, a cloud uh, system, a cloud a cloud uh, proprietary system. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. A bunch of their games on your mobile device. So. They're no longer pushing the exclusivity. They're just, they're just trying to put their IPs and maybe even third-party games everywhere. They're just so they want to be Steam, pretty much. They want to be Valve. Be like the 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 uh, the the consumer-friendly version of Steam. I mean, they already have the Xbox Game Pass, which is pretty amazing. They are pushing. Want to be epic. They want to push. Want to be epic. Yeah, they probably want to dominate that sort of like the digital game space because they are pushing digital again as well. They're coming out with the digital only Xbox one S this year. Yeah. They're finally going to fulfill that promise and, and they're going to put it out there. And it's probably going to be the most inexpensive thing ever. It's probably going to be like one fifty at least. Jesus Christ. Oh well, yeah. There's no fucking, it's, 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 it's a done deal. I think Microsoft is pushing the digital only landscape now i think playstation is still eh, but they're kind of like swaying but not too fast compared to microsoft you know microsoft can uh, there's still some of us that don't want to push that i know we don't want that i think that's where sony is left and that's where sony will prosper is for your your physical only uh giants because don't don't i don't think people know this but in japan Collecting games in Japan is a very big deal too. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. That's why games like yeah, collect. That's why you got stores like PlayAsia and and limited games. Akihabara will fucking tell you that in a nutshell too. And fucking oh yeah, like I love that. Oh my god, that That dude's one of me. He knows me. That's that's what that's what's so important about Sony in the future. Saying like yeah, we're gonna we're still gonna make a new console and we're going to make sure it's 
physical and digital. We're not going to go the whole digital route where Microsoft is pushing. Because let's be real now, at this point, we're experiencing a, a, a financial revolution within the industry with all this debacle going on with major publishers. I think people are opening their eyes more now, more than ever. Definitely. As to business Definitely. practices that have been going on for too long that people are tired of. Uh, investors are getting more demanding, unrealistically demanding. So they're yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, you know, their their their, for, their forecast is barbaric. Like they're they're trying to hit up obscene numbers that has never been done, and they are never accomplished. They are never fulfilled, right? So that's, that's another thing. That's how you crash your industry, right there. I mean, that's how you affects a lot. And also, the the idea is, I don't know if you've been around the block, but internet speeds are getting more affordable now. In major cities, anyways, like uh, internet is getting faster now. So yeah, internet is getting faster now. So I think the compensation of that whole cloud gaming that was that caught on a little too quick, too early for a lot of people, and it basically wasn't ready for prime time. I think now is about that time, and I think Microsoft is going to take that first major leap for the next generation of things. They're no longer going to be a console. They're going to be in everything. Microsoft is going to be in everything console. They're going to be a... Oh, like they've always tried to be. Like they've always tried to be. I mean, the Xbox One was pretty much trying to be in everything console. Yeah, you're right. And now they're going to push it outside of its machine. Like, they're, they're going to push it to Game Pass, and they're going to push Game Pass outside of Xbox and put it on your mobile devices, on your desktop, on your laptops. As long as the platform is still the name, as long as the name is still there, it can, they, will, they will push it to go anywhere. Okay? That's the yeah, Xbox will become a program. It will no longer be a machine. It will be a program for everything. So, yeah. I think that's what we're going forward with on the Microsoft side of things. But Sony will still be uh, the purists. I, I think they will still push for the purists. Uh, in Japan, it speaks for itself primarily because that's where they are. And 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 then on the state side, you have it's still it's it's niche, but it's still here too. And frankly, people are just not confident with a lot of digital only things because uh, laws vary, and, and laws affect those things from from becoming too comfortable for consumers here in the States compared to Japan, where I think, I think they've already spoken. Uh, we're still here in the States. We're still all over the place when it comes to where we're comfortable. Is it, is it digital only or we still look at physical media because uh, these laws, these digital copyright laws reflect poorly also on, you know, what companies are doing and can do with their terms of service for consumers in the States and how, who or what, how can you keep, how are you guaranteed to have a digital only content? Keep in mind, you own a license, not the game. Everybody should be aware yeah. of that. You own a license, not the game. You own a copy of a license. And, and again, as in the digital landscape, owning a license is as simple as removing your card, right? Removing your card, mm-hmm. removing your payment method off of subscription. So that's where are still here where that's where we still are but when it comes to physical media yeah i own a copy of the license but that license ain't going anywhere unless i get rid of it for many years to come. and nobody's gonna knock on my door and can take it from me right 
because that's anti-consumerism. That's that's fucking martial law. <laughs> you know, borderline is stupid. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do that. So that's where I think that's where we're going to be at in the next year or two when it comes to both HPs. Yeah. No, I, I actually see Microsoft doing that, and I actually would give them props because that's what Microsoft has been trying to lean towards, and I'll give them props. Because I'll give because, them credit where credit's due. I can see that more. Yeah. Because as far as how how Xbox One has been selling, it's 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 a done deal. They, they never caught oh, up. Yeah, yeah. They never caught no, up. No. They, never, they never are going to catch up. So they can just look at the machine that they have now with the Xbox One and a One X as an experiment for for pushing out and rolling out new technology on this hardware as a piggyback to then beta test to the masses who are interested in the digital-only atmosphere that was principally, primarily pushed with Dot Magic before the Xbox One came out when they were, like you said, they were trying to be its own, they were trying to be everything. In the box, yeah. Out of the box, they were trying to be everything. They were not trying to focus on being a game-only console, you know, like a game-only machine. They were trying to be a multimedia everything. So now, that's no longer the push. It's it's games now. First, it's games, but now it's like where these games are going to go. And I think Microsoft is going the cloud route really fast. So I, I think that's where I'm speculating that we're going to be in the next year or two with Microsoft. And I think uh, Sony is still going to be comfortable where they are right now as a console yeah. for houses for every since since clearly there's it would be stupid for sony to say hey we're, we're, we're going digital only too when when they've already sold i think they, they just for they just said they disclosed the number 91 million consoles overall yeah so mm-hmm. i mean if they're about to break 100 million shit maybe within the next six months or so so what, why the fuck would they stop making a console for the next gen, right? But obviously Xbox can't show those numbers because they don't want to because they know they're bad and they're better off. Yeah, it's very weird. I mean, when you think about like like the last generation, Sony was able to catch up a little bit towards the end, but it wasn't a complete shutout like it was like it is like in this is, generation. It's a complete shutout. This is, this is, yeah, it's very, very bad, yeah. It's crazy, but um, hey, um, no, I can definitely see Microsoft definitely doing that, and I would give them more props to it. Um, just like I said, it's just not a service for me. I don't do just digital. I prefer to have, um, like you said, I I like to know that I can put in the game whenever I want, and that regardless if that service gets shut down, I should be able to play the game that I bought. Um, but that's just me. Maybe I'm just old school. Remember, I also grew up in the '90s, so this was um my my mentality is physical. Like even just now, I'm barely getting into digital music, and I don't. Then it's just more of an easier convenience. And plus, fuck, have you seen how much it is to cost them to buy a CD nowadays? Jesus Christ, it's expensive. But um, um, but yeah, it's just. That's just not my forte, but for those that are able to get into it, you know, more power to you. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and, and as far as Nintendo is right now, I think for them to be even more comfortable and try to populate a, a bigger, massive audience is to put P, is to put their console in, in people's pockets once again. And that's where 
I'm also, I forgot to mention in regards to speculation about that direct, is also when we're going to see the new iteration of the Nintendo Switch. People are saying it's going to be the Nintendo Switch Pro, but I'm, I think it's going to be a handheld only. A handheld only. As uh... forever, and, and that I've been wanting that I would not see it not happen because Nintendo has become who it is to this day because it's been in the pockets of every child and adult since 1989. Okay? It's never been a a thing you put in on... It's never been something that you docked on the screen and and played it with a controller. Okay? It's It's always been a handheld first. The gimmick that it is now, as I've stated, when I first bought it, and when you first bought it, and when I mentioned to you that the the only reason this machine costs the what what it costs now three hundred bucks is because it became part of a gimmick that it wanted to push that surprisingly for me succeeded in doing, which was giving you the ability to stick it to a, a piece of plastic that stuck to your TV and it blew up right then and there. But you also had it as a handheld. I think they pushed this. Th- the Nintendo Switch, in my opinion, was supposed to be a handheld first. Okay? And then they, they decided to say, let's go a bit further. And now we have this. We have a thing. We have, we have a, a, an accessory that blows it up on the screen. It's something that they experimented with with the Game Boy Player, if you don't remember. I still have it, by yep. the way. The Game Boy Player that you stuck on the GameCube. It blew up all your Game Boy Advance games on the screen. That was revolutionary yeah. at the time. But now things are different for me, anyways. Shit's on the for me. It's on the go. Like, oh, if I yeah, want, it's on the go. It squanders a lot of games, though. I mean, I know that's that's where that's where the issue lies. Like for developers, for a lot of games in the back in the. Because the thing is with Switch is that you've been developing games that that focused on both aspects, being able to be played both. I mean, even games that were like rhythm games that were only strictly um, handheld yep. versions only have been patched and updated even now to be able to work on a, on the TV screen now. Um, so I feel like if we do something around that, we alienate some people because some people will just be like, okay, we're making a game that's strictly handheld, but while you and everyone, well, I under, I do appreciate what um, you know some of you guys that play um, handheld mode. Um, I prefer to sit down with my. I prefer to sit down and plug it in. Um, I know that I'm one of the mini- I know that that's the minority way of playing the Switch because I can tell just from watching everybody else play their Switch, they prefer it in handheld mode for sure. But um, I mean, man, you there's some games like I can't imagine fucking having to get four Switch con- consoles to play Smash. I cannot imagine that. Oh, I, I agree. I, I agree with that. Like, I, I can't imagine to sit there and play Mario Party with just with just that little. I can't I imagine the fucking yeah. You know? Don't get me wrong. There, if there, if if there was a Nintendo handheld only version, there would be some very considerable compromises. But those compromises could be uh, remedied. Like the console, the handheld could still be a dock per se. Um, you would just plug in 
uh, an adapter to your TV and it will still blow it up instead of having this big piece of plastic that you use right now to put the whole thing into your screen. That's one. Uh, number two, obviously, you would buy additional Joy-Cons or a uh, Pro Controller as you have now and use it in, in either form. Like, you have your in integrated uh, Joy-Cons, per se, on both sides, you know, like you have now when you're using a handheld. They're integrated now, though. You can't pull them out like you used to. But you now have yeah. – they're integrated, fine. But number two, you, number three, you can buy additional Joy-Cons, fine. That's that's – that's a gimmick. That's a given, obviously. Um, number three, you can also buy a pro like you like we already do now. But you can still, even at handheld, play it with the, the mini. Unfortunately, the podcast got cut short. It was weird. I don't know what happened. Uh, we followed everything on our end. But unfortunately, we also lost a bit of the conversation. But um, I just want to wrap this up with saying I'm sorry. I hope you can still enjoy our conversation. Um, we'll try to sort this out and see what happened. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to apologize for that. Uh, but also, uh, thank you for listening. If if you stuck around, thank you very much. Um, we'll be back soon uh, with more news. Since I know this year is shaping up to be a very, very busy year, especially for summer. So, we'll definitely be on the lookout for new th developing things to come so this is uh manny g uh, uh danny c is uh gone disappeared in the digital space uh we will be back thank you guys good morning and good night